Hallelujah. Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Hallelujah. May be seated. On Tuesday of this week, I'll be celebrating the 25th anniversary of my consecration as a bishop. That's a quarter of a century, you know, uh, and I've been thinking the last few days about what's taken place during that eventful 25 years. And on the way down here this morning, I was remembering about the third or fourth visit I made to a congregation as a brand new bishop. It was at Trinity Church in Dublin, a small little congregation of less than 15 people, I suppose. But there I was standing out front in all my new vestments, new staff and mitre and looking quite Episcopal. And uh, a little acolyte came out carrying a torch, which was taller than he was. And he got me on the sleeve and pulled and he said, so what are you supposed to be? <laughs> I gently said, I'm your new bishop. But it got me to thinking that on Sundays, it's not unusual for me to be asked by a, a young person in the congregation, why do you wear that big hat? Or why are you carrying that stick in your hand? And I find that sometimes it's helpful for adults to know what the answer to those two questions are. The first, the hat, called a mitre, is designed to represent tongues of fire that lighted upon the heads of the apostles at Pentecost in the upper room. Remember that story? There's only one way to design a hat to look like that, and it has these two points, these two tongues. And then hanging down in the back, you'll notice there are two what's called lappets, and they're markers for the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so the mitre is a great symbol that the bishop is anointed by the Holy Spirit to proclaim the word of God to the church and to the world. And then, of course, the staff, which is oftentimes guessed by young people what it means. It's, it's called a crozier, but it's basically just a shepherd's staff, a, a shepherd's crook. Sometimes we see it in our churches, a, a, a stained glass window of Jesus, the Good Shepherd, and he's always holding that shepherd's staff and sometimes holding a little lamb in his arm. All of this is very relevant to our celebration today because this Sunday, the fourth Sunday in Easter, is traditionally kept as Good Shepherd Sunday. And throughout the readings, the collect and so on, there's this theme of Jesus, our Good Shepherd. And the symbolism of the bishop wearing all that is that he's supposed to be the representative as the chief shepherd of the diocese of the good shepherd who is the bishop and guardian of our souls Jesus Christ our risen Lord from the earliest days in the church this image of Jesus of the good shepherd has been one of the most loved and most significant ways that Christians have thought about their relationship with the risen Jesus in the early catacombs, there are often little cartoon-drawn pictures of Jesus with a lamb or holding a staff, the Good Shepherd. In the Venite, which we say every day at morning prayer from Psalm 95, we recite, We are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. 
the collect for today that we began with speaks of Jesus, the Good Shepherd, who calls us each by name. We pray that we may hear his voice and know him and follow where he leads. It's important that Jesus calls you by name. Jesus doesn't call you in the midst of a crowd, hey you, get with it. He knows you by your baptized name. You are a unique individual child of God and lamb of his flock and he values you and loves you. All of this is rooted, of course, in the gospel reading from St. John for today. Jesus saying, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I know my own and my own know me. In these words, Jesus fulfills the Old Testament prophecy of Ezekiel. For it is through him that God told his people in the Old Covenant at a time when they were troubled and difficult and struggling for their very survival. He tells Ezekiel to tell the people, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. I will seek the lost and I will bring back the strayed and I will bind up the crippled and I will strengthen the weak and the fat and the strong I will watch over. What a wonderful description of the ministry of Jesus. Not only in Palestine many years ago during his earthly ministry on this world, but in our own day as well, the risen Jesus continues to shepherd and care for his flock. He is the one who binds up and strengthens and feeds and guides and protects. So Good Shepherd Sunday is a wonderful reminder to all of us that Jesus extends a call by name to each of us to follow him. And in his calling us, he knows before we reveal to him our needs, our anxieties and fears, and yes, our faults, our failures, and our sins. He seeks us out to protect us, to feed us, to take care of us in this earthly pilgrimage and in the life to come. One way that he does this, of course, is through the ministry of those who are called to ordination. You know, in the church, there's historically been, since the apostles' time, three folds of ordained ministers, bishops, priests, and deacons, and they're ordained for a ministry that we call pastoral care of the church. The clergy are ordained to a ministry of word and sacrament, which gets lived out by daily tending after the flock of Christ entrusted to their care. You may know that in the Lutheran church, it's the custom to call the clergy pastor, not father or reverend, but pastor. And that is the Latin word for shepherd. A good reminder today that when we call our clergy father or first name or whatever, that they're essentially 
with us, for us, as pastor and shepherd of the flock. But it's a helpful reminder, I think, as we celebrate confirmation and baptism today, that it's not just the clergy who are called to a ministry of caring and loving God's people. Those who are being baptized today and confirmed today are being commissioned and empowered and sent to care and to share the good news of the love of Jesus Christ. And so all the baptized, the people of God, the church, is not just a flock, God's own chosen people, his sheep of his pasture, but all those who are baptized are part of a shepherding community. That is to say that all Christians are called and sent to love one another, to care for one another, and to help one another. It's not just the clergy, in other words, who are to visit the sick and the elderly. All of us should have a concern about the sick and the elderly. All of us should be concerned about those who suffer grief through the death of a loved one and gather around them to comfort and strengthen and pray with them. All of us, not just the clergy, are to welcome the stranger and to feed the hungry and to care for those in any need or trouble and to bear witness to the good news of Jesus Christ to the unbelieving in the world about us. All this is pastoral ministry to which all baptized people are called by Jesus the Good Shepherd who calls us by name. God is doing a wonderful work for the flock here at Christ Church Waco. What an exciting time it is in the growth of this relatively new congregation. God has richly blessed you and done great things and continues to promise great things as he calls you into the years to come. But I would simply remind you that there are some who have wandered away and we need to seek them out and bring them back. There are some who have lost their faith and we must find them. And there are some who are wounded and hurting and we must bind up their wounds and bring them the healing balm of Jesus the healer. So on this Good Shepherd Sunday, my brothers and sisters, may each of us hear once again his voice calling us each by name, follow where he leads, knowing we belong to him, for we are his sheep. And he calls us to be a shepherding community, to extend his love and compassion and forgiveness to all others in the church and beyond. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia.